0: I want to continue the marathon a month i'm not going to let this stop even though some days you know all this COVID stuff will bring you down but yeah i'll do it by myself i'll do it virtually i'll try to get other people to join in the same way i would if i was signing up for a race
1: and thank you so much for joining us for the run the race podcast where we talk about fitness and faith On a weekly basis, I'm your host, Jason Dennis, here in the uh, West Georgia and East Alabama area. And uh, we are continuing our social distancing amidst this uh, global pandemic of COVID-19. I know a lot of us are struggling at home. A lot of people have lost their jobs. Our prayers are definitely with you and your families to stay healthy and happy because mental health is just as important right now. And if you're looking for something to do, of course, tell people about this podcast. This is a number 21 21st episode for us, and we're continuing on, soldiering on with our jobs as First Informers, as members of the media, and I want to make sure to, to keep you entertained and educated on this podcast as well. Tell folks about it. It's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher. And uh, just as a reminder, the Run the Race podcast, we came up with that name, you know, last fall, uh, based in part on the Bible verse Hebrews 12:1 through 2, which says, "Therefore since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith." For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Very appropriate, uh, just a days or a week after Easter, uh, celebrating the resurrection of Jesus three days after being hung on the cross. Well, our guest for this episode... Um, is a young lady that I've gotten to know over the last year or so. Her name is Brittany Decker. She is also a TV news anchor uh, in Birmingham, Alabama, and she's a marathon runner, in fact, has run a marathon, 26.2 miles, 17 months in a row now. She's a former Miss Connecticut, and she just recently did a hashtag Keep Your Distance 31 mile run for her 31st birthday. We'll have to we'll talk to her about that, and also talk to her a little bit about how the media, you know, is handling COVID 19 on and off camera. I know the media gets criticized quite a bit, so we talk a little bit about that. Also, wanted to share with you about how uh, you know the, you know God and the Holy Spirit speaks to us, speaks to you, especially during this pandemic. So I wanted to give you uh, tell you about an idea that that God put on my heart a couple weeks ago. It's something that we are executing now uh, in just a few days. Uh, It's called the COVID-19 Miles for Hope. So I thought about what can we do? You know, we can all, anybody, you know, anybody can use your skills, your talents, your contacts to help with this cause. We all can do something even though we're staying at home. So I thought, well, I'm a long distance runner. I can, I still want to keep my fitness up. So I thought, well, 19 miles, I can try to run that. I can work my way up to that and as a marathon trainer. And so COVID-19 miles for hope is going to be happening on Monday, August, uh, Monday, April 20th. I'm getting mixed up with my months here, Monday, April 20th, uh, hopefully around 6.00 AM at WTV. I'm going to maybe run around the building, which might be around 75 loops. Um, so just cause I'm crazy and uh, just because I can, right. And uh, we're going to try to do it on Facebook live, but the, the most important part is not the run part. But it's that we're raising money for Mercy Med of Columbus, which is a local uh, uh, nonprofit, a Christian charity, who just tested more than 1,200 people for the coronavirus, and they are now treating those COVID-19 patients at this especially outfitted isolation unit they created at Mercy Med here in Columbus, Georgia. So uh, go to www.wtvm.com slash run. Again, that's wtvm.com slash run and donate. We're up to uh, close to about $3,000 so far, and our goal is $10,000 to help them with a the testing event they had, uh, testing, again, more than 1,200 people in just a matter of four days. So I'm looking forward to running that COVID-19 miles for Hope. I guess it'll take me about at least three or three and a half hours, uh, maybe more than that, as we do that uh, coming up very soon. So pray for me on that. And now we turn to our interview with another member of the media in Alabama, Brittany Decker. And Brittany Decker joins us now on the podcast from uh, Birmingham, Alabama. You're in your car while you're working your job, right?
0: Yes, taking a brief intermission from from the station.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Well, first of all, um, before we get into your uh, marathon running journeys and uh, your special birthday run and kind of uh, dealing with this uh, whole uh, media mess uh, while we're dealing with this pandemic, I wanted to kind of do a a little bit of a fast forward to getting to to know you a little bit. So first of all, what is your job description um, at work and then also at home?
0: Sure. Um, I anchor the evening shows In Birmingham right now I also am a reporter I have some meteorology experience so I also help in the weather department sometimes so they keep me pretty busy at home I'm a dog mom and uh, I just keep really busy with everything I I do in life
1: hashtag dog mom that's very important (laughs) (laughs) um and tell me about how do you stay physically fit on on a daily basis
0: I try to implement working out every single day I think it's important to make it part of your routine and part of my routine so it changes. I try to have a balanced approach to running. I keep my consistency with at least one long mile run a week, um, smaller runs during the, the weekdays typically, and also a combination of some some strength training with weights too.
1: Cool. Um, now, I think I saw on your social media, you recently sang Amazing Grace. So uh, tell me about, speaking of your faith, um, do you have any particular spiritual motto or things that you, you live by?
0: Yeah, I mean... For me, what sums it up is trust in the Lord with all of your heart, lean not on your own understanding, and center God with everything that you do in your life, and know that you're not in control of everything. He is in control, and that just brings a peace amongst everything that I do as I approach every day.
1: Yeah, one of my favorite verses, Proverbs uh, 3, 5 through 6, I believe, right?
0: Yes, yes, sir. Yep.
1: Um, and then last of the fast four is uh, tell me something unique about you.
0: I am a former Miss Connecticut, storm chasing singer, and I love to travel and adventure.
1: Cool. Well, first of all, you spe- something speaking of something that you're doing now and into the future. As um, uh, you're running quite a bit, um, and uh, I know you and I keep up with each other on social media and, and different yeah. long runs and marathons, and and you and I actually met uh, in person uh, last fall at the Soldier Marathon on Fort Benning in Columbus. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I saw just recently um, that the last few days you did a hashtag Keep Your Distance. 30 mile 31 mile run for your 31st (laughs) birthday i'm giving away your your age now but uh tell me about um how you came up with that And, and it sounds like it you got a lot of people from all over to kind of join you from a distance yeah
0: you know i think we're all being creative right now obviously we can't get together and celebrate or go out or do anything so this was kind of a gift to myself sounds a little crazy, but 31 miles for turning 31. Um, I've been on this whole marathon a month journey for over a year now. This was number 17 um, for marathon a month. Wow. So I wanted to be able to, despite all the races being canceled across the country, as you know, still be able to fulfill my goals. So I thought it would be interesting to do a, a type of virtual run and still selfishly to get motivation from the running community here in Birmingham and Alabama, but also my friends all around the country. So I, I just put it out there. Hey, I'm doing this challenge to keep your distance so we can all, all go the distance together, keep our distance, our social distance away from each other. But you're also supporting my goal of uh, keeping my distance going for, for my marathon goal. So it was it was incredible, honestly. Um, the 31 miles was so enjoyable because throughout the duration I was just kind of taking my time, but I was monitoring social media and people were tagging me in posts and of their own runs and everybody pushing themselves and running more than they thought that they can do. I had a friend run a half marathon on Saturday. I had someone else do another full marathon with me. I've had people do 10 Ks that haven't run that distance before in their lives. So altogether, we were over 200 miles, um, well over 200 miles. I couldn't add up everything but it was it was really really incredible and i think now but i was dreading this marathon to be honest with you i went up and down a trail for like 6 hours <laughs> 7 hours <laughs> whatever it took me but you know it was probably the most special and most memorable marathon just because of the uniqueness of it and and everybody
1: involved well 31 miles is impressive i've not run over a marathon yet but maybe uh maybe one day we'll <laughs> You
0: might as well at this point. If you're going twenty six, <laughs> you might as well tack on a couple boys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two or three or five more, right, yeah. And yeah, and I know, true. you know, you're a fellow media member and uh, fellow news anchor and reporter, and you know, this is uh we are considered essential workers. We are first informers, as they officially call us. And so in the midst of this pandemic, you know, we are continuing to do our jobs, whether it be from home or the kitchen or Uh, in the studio or whatever, and um, continuing to work full-time, if not more so, because of everything going on. and and, um, So it can be very stressful. So how are you and maybe other members of your team at your TV station, how are you handling things uh, on and off camera amidst this COVID-19? Yeah,
0: you know, as you know, we're not first responders, but we are first informants, right? So we tell people to not be oversaturated with the media and everything that's going on to find to find this balance of making sure you're informed so i do think what we do is so important and i think the purpose of why i joined this career in the begin with is to i'm a lover of people and i, I want to give people a platform to be able to express you know whatever they're going through so i think right now our job is as important as ever not just for informing people of changes that are going on every single day but you know, there are people in our community and ourselves, many times our families and people that we work with are struggling right now and going through a really tough times. So, you know, we're helping a lot of small businesses just get the word out and, and restaurants and, and people just to help each other. Right. And everyone's being creative. So I think in the midst of, you know, this, the scary stuff, I and mean, the stories that we share, we're also sharing stories of hope and people being creative at this time. I think realistically though, you know, for us personally, it, We're all subjects of the news these days, including us. And I think I've never, and I think many people in this business, I don't want to speak for you too, but people I've spoken to have never experienced a story that we are all a part of and all impacted in, in so many ways. So it's emotional, you know, we're, we're working harder, we're turning more stories, more content. Um, but when I get home at the end of the day, you know, it's still impacting my life and my family's life too so it's finding that balance of you know empathy and and understanding for all people and being patient more patient at work and uh you know finding a balance between work and personal lives as best as as best we can
1: and uh, you know a lot of people miss that uh face-to-face interaction and just being around because i mean you can you know you can do zoom calls facetime you can talk to people on the phone, but it's, 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 it's different than being there in person. I think I saw on social media that you had said at one point that you're a hugger. Uh, You love to just (laughs) kind of, you know, just kind of show compassion that way. So this is something I guess that's, you know, you're not able to do that right now.
0: I am such a hugger. Yeah. I just love people. So, you know, I'm not from here, but I've lived here for about four years now. So I've gotten to know people, even those that I've done stories with. And that's my initial reaction, right? Just go up and give a big hug. Um, And I just, it's so weird not to do that. And yeah, you're right. Just having FaceTime interviews or Zoom phone calls for our morning meetings. It's so strange. And I don't think any of us would have really realized how much we miss that personal interaction of not seeing someone face to face. And I think we'll just appreciate it so much more going forward.
1: Yeah, it'll give us a whole new perspective, and, and, and also yeah. it maybe uh, increases a, a lot of people's faith, is what they're talking about, you know, during this uh, whole uh, quarantine time. You know, for you, how how does faith play a role for you, you know, in the middle of this crisis and as not only, you know, a reporter or anchor, but also just as a person?
0: Yeah, you know, I think it's so important to have God at the center of our lives and, you know, when you go through your daily life, right? you're so all of us. I know for me, I'm so stressed out. you're going from one thing to another to another to another. And we're so worried about time and and being busy. But I think we're all kind of forced now to to put a pause on a lot of things that were once routine or so regular. So for me, um, you know, I've always prayed before my meals, and you know, before going to bed at night, but I really think I think I'm thinking in a different way of just really, focusing more than ever on centering everything I do around the Lord and, and thanking him. Like I've never before so much in a day thanked him for what I have. Like, thank you so much, God, for, for keeping my family healthy and safe right now for my job. You know, it's crazy right now, but thank you so much for having that stability right now. And so many people I know don't have that. And I'm just so thankful and grateful. And I don't think before, I took enough time to just be appreciative and to really have it at the core and center of every little thought that crosses through my brain as much as I should have. So just, you know, trying to always build my faith and build my relationship every day. But I think for me, this has only helped it to go to grow stronger. And I was telling you, I think, you know, kind of my work firing in. But we had a story the other day of, you know, of a local church in our area one of three crosses, the center cross was left standing after those severe storms that we had come through on Easter Sunday. So I think, you know, there are a lot of God moments in this. And I think that we need to open our eyes to, to see them. And I think as believers, you know, we almost have a peace about this whole situation that we know it's, it's in his hands and we're going to be okay. And it's going to be okay um, because he's in control. So, so I'm trying to always find those God moments every day.
1: Yeah and, and it, it seems like you know God allowing uh th- so many things to be taken away from us that that take our attention, whether it be uh, sports or celebrity stuff or events or or this, you know, time together with friends and things that we really miss. I mean, I know I'm I'm a big sports fan. Don't get to see any live sports. But, and one thing also, you know, that this whole pandemic has taken away is races. I know that you and I uh, are involved, you know, go to marathons or 5Ks or there's group runs that we, you know, enjoy being a part of. And those are kind of all out the window for months. Um, So, Um, For you, you know, how do you handle that? Because you were on this journey of of last year, you did one marathon a month, and that was very impressive. And and you continue that on. But now I guess you have to find uh, new virtual or solo ways to to do that.
0: Yeah, you know, when this, I was in LA, (laughs) running the LA marathon, I was so excited. And they were debating on canceling it, but I think it was like the next day, that Monday or Tuesday after the race, that everything really started to shut down in California, which is, you know, a couple days before things really started to happen here in Alabama. So that was the last race I got in, and I never in a million years, like everybody else, would have imagined that this would have happened to anybody's events, you know? So I think it's just like everybody else is doing right now is just being creative in finding ways to do things, and I think – I think it's a challenge, an added challenge of how we can inspire too. You know, I was not a born runner. I didn't run track in high school or college. I kind of adapted it and and grew to love it and find an appreciation for it. So I think, you know, sharing my passion and purpose for it and, and encouraging others to join along, whether not necessarily a marathon, but one or two miles or my parents don't run, but you know, with my birthday, challenge this weekend they ran a 5k which they never in a million years would have done so i think going forward i want to i want to continue the marathon a month i'm not going to let this stop even though some days you know all this covid stuff will bring you down but yeah i'll do it by myself i'll do it virtually i'll try to get other people to join in the same way i would if i was signing up for a race
1: well i'm glad the los angeles marathon happened because i mean if it had been like a day or a week later it, it might not have right
0: no, I went down there for a conference and for that marathon and a couple of days later, the conference got canceled. So literally it was in the midst of everything really starting to happen. And really we were starting to understand at that point, the magnitude of everything. So yeah, if it was that next weekend, it would have been canceled for sure.
1: Yeah. Especially happening in California. So for you, you know, what started you on this running journey? Cause uh, some folks it's, it's weight loss or mental health or just, and like you said, I mean, like for you, uh, same for you, uh, as me, I, I didn't start as a runner. I actually started at age 37 kind of a late bloomer <laughs> w- with running. Um, so what was your motivation your why of kind of putting lacing up your shoes and doing the first 5k or marathon
0: yeah so um, years ago I would always I guess kind of run starting in college as far as like races are concerned with a 5k 10k a half um, and I did do a couple marathons maybe starting about eight years ago nine years ago and I used to actually uh, push wheelchairs and run so I would always try to find just different reasons to them so I guess I for a, a a time now I've been interested in running. I just think the the feeling of crossing a finish line is just a sense of accomplishment. And it's, it's a really great mental activity as much as physical activity. And it's just always kept me on my toes, I guess you could say. But when I first started this marathon a month journey, this happened uh, last year. And my whole goal was to do a marathon a month for a year. And it started with uh, the January marathon in Disney. It was a Disney marathon. Decided I wanted to start you know, do a marathon again in my life. And I honestly felt terrible (laughs) when I was done. I was like, this was awful. I feel terrible. I feel sick. My legs aren't working. I can't walk. So my whole thought was there's another marathon coming up in February. So I said, you know, I don't want to keep training. I'm just going to keep my mileage up and I'm going to run one a month. So I don't have so to almost limit my running <laughs> you know that was
1: my first <laughs> keep your thought. keep your fitness like, up I
0: don't, yeah so you know I kind of decided I want to do a marathon a month but it was kind of in the sense that I don't want to keep running a ton to keep up the training so that was my initial thought as the months went on I really started to form I guess a, a love for it or a new appreciation for it and I started to run more during the week and even on mar- weekends I didn't have marathons I would you know, join my local community run groups and and run long miles every single Saturday morning. And and it just kind of grew from there. And actually, you know, my time started to improve. I'm under a four hour marathon now and things I never thought would be possible have been possible. And I think with running too, you know, you're learning so many life lessons, right? So when you run a race, it's kind of like in life, there's always going to be people that are better than you are. So people are going to be passing you the whole way. That's just how it is. There's going to be people in front of you. There's going to be people behind you. So you're getting inspired by the people that are in front of you and it makes you want to work harder and it makes you want to try harder and just you know soak in every moment. So I just love the whole experience of running and, and what it brought to me. And now I have my own personal goals of different times and it's kind of just become a thing where I thought I'd end in you know after my twelve marathons and I'm still going.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well congratulations on that uh that under four hours. So what is your PR for a marathon now?
0: Uh three fifty.
1: Okay. Well mine's four sixteen so I've I've got something to shoot for so <laughs> <laughs> I um, mean I
0: don't claim to, you know, see fast or anything and you know, parts of me wants to work on that speed work, but there's different each each one has been for something different too, not necessarily time.
1: Yeah. And you and speaking of that, and you were talking about, you know, how you used to push uh, wheelchairs and I think did so recently Mm -hmm. as well. Uh, And you also run uh, for an organization uh, that I also am a part of a a chapter here in Fort Benning area, Mm -hmm. Team RWB Red, White and Blue, who uh, all about raising awareness for military veterans. So tell me about, you know, uh, RWB and also just for you, the importance of running for a cause and for a charity and and for something bigger than ourselves.
0: Yeah, I think that's the reason a lot of people run. You know, Everyone has their own reason, but if it's for something bigger than yourself, it makes you want to try harder and do it for a greater purpose. So Team RWB is just incredible. Um, And the great thing about Team RWB is that it incorporates our community and civilians (laughs) to to veterans Mm -hmm. and, and active duty. So it kind of brings everybody together to show our support for our military members. And different activities, too, a lot of it is about A healthy lifestyle and and finding um, different activities to do. So around here, I know we have a great Birmingham chapter. We'll do team yoga. And a lot of times we'll be outside in the park. We'll encourage each other, um, you know, for different local races and things of that sorts. They meet, you know, every Friday to have coffee together just to sit and talk. So it's really a series of different things. Um, I'm involved in a lot of organizations around here that I I really believe in. And um, one of them is the Big Brothers Big Sisters organization, too. Um, And you know i don't necessarily always raise funds for them but i have a little sister in the area so i try to bring her along in the in the runs too so She did a 5K with me recently, and the first year she did it, yeah, she did a 5K with me. The first time she did it was last year, and she said, I'm never doing this again. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and she got the medal at the end, and she was so excited. You know, she was so happy, so I called her this year. I said, hey, Asia, would you like to run that 5K with me again? And she said yes right away, and and she was happy the whole time this year. So it was was pretty cool.
1: That's cool. And now you have to, I guess, uh, do the big sister thing via FaceTime, I guess, at least for now?
0: Oh yeah, she's she's trying to teach me some good TikTok moves. Um,
1: oh okay, <laughs> on Face on
0: Facetime. Yeah, we we sing we sing together. Big Brothers Big Sisters had us sing a song together uh, through Facetime and and just enjoy each other's company that way.
1: Absolutely. And you were talking about yoga earlier. I know that you post sometimes different videos of you working out. So for you, how important mm-hmm. how important do you think it is to have those workouts, strength, yoga? Um, core stuff um, to go along with running or even besides running.
0: I think it's very important. i feel, I know for me, um, always keeping my goals changing you know I I always need something to work for right so yes I'm running marathons but okay I want my body to look a certain way I want to be stronger in this area so kind of always adapting and setting new challenges for myself is what keeps me going personally so I did start a new program a few months ago before all this craziness in the world started to happen and I was seeing different results because you're going to get different results with different types of workouts that you do and and you have to do something that you love. I I believe a a workout should be a reward during the day. It shouldn't be something that you have to do. I think it should be a reward. So I was wanted a little change up. So I think, um, you know, I added in some conditioning and some weight training and I, I had some guidance from a trainer on that and I was seeing great results, but I also found it was helping with, with my running. And I think it, you know, only building up muscles on your legs can help you become a stronger runner. So I think it's, it's only helped me and become, physically capable in in so many different ways and i did want to say too you know a lot of people will say i know a lot of people i talk to how do you find the time to work out you're so busy i don't have time to work out and i think every single person has time to work out um it doesn't have to be a two hour long workout it could be five minutes and what um i've been um doing this workout every single day with um someone that's in the air force and it's a a physical uh, fitness assessment. I'm no expert. I'm not in the Air Force. But what I think it's cool, it's a, it's a mile and a half run. It's one minute of push-ups and it's one minute of sit-ups. You can do that. Everybody can fit that into their day every single day. It's body weight stuff. You don't need any equipment. And it's something that you can challenge yourself, try to get more push-ups the next day, more sit-ups the next day. Everyone can spend, you know, less than 20 minutes running a mile, mile and a half, you know? So, so just finding ways to budget your time so you can... So you can manage it.
1: Yeah, as long as it's not pull-ups. I, you know, it, it's it's <laughs> my my, my son. My son will give me a, a ten minute workout that that him and I do together on the video, and he's just wearing me out <laughs> in ten minutes. And it's just like what? Because he's fifteen and and oh, yeah. you know has about thirty pounds less than me. Um, and you know you 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 show some of these workouts. I know. I think on your um. Your uh, work Facebook page, and and, uh, and you know, hopefully, to inspire other people. You know, the power of social media is so big, especially right now, because. Yeah of, you know, we're all kind of trapped in our homes or quarantined, or maybe a lot of people are not working right now. So social media seems to be, uh, everybody's gravitating to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all these different places. So have you seen the the, the impact that social media is even having more so now and and hopefully maybe you're hoping to inspire people with some of the things that you're doing, you know, uh, physical fitness wise?
0: Yeah, you know, I, I think it's everything now, really. It's the way we're, we're socially interacting with each other. And I think as long as it's used in a positive way, which I've always been a big proponent of social media, I think it brings people together. And you know, I don't live close to you. That's how I stay connected with what you're doing in your life. And, and, and I think it's a it's great way to inspire other people. And, and a lot of people are using hashtags to set new challenges and to try new things. And I think it's really an incredible way to do that. And I think I'm so thankful that we have that resource to be able to do that so i don't think it's about number of likes or number of followers but really having quality you know content or interaction that could even just be good for one person to see it that day maybe it's a motivating message maybe it's something you're doing to lead by example or a workout
1: yeah you can do things uh you know work out or run with somebody and mm-hmm. hashtag keep your distance, right? You know, maybe you'll, because
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> I cannot, I think I, I told you about how I'll be doing a COVID-19 miles for hope next Monday around our TV station and raising money for Mercy Med. They're, they're testing and treating a lot of coronavirus patients. They're a local nonprofit Christian ministry. So, um, is you know, so for you, I think you were telling me you, you've run 19 miles on a pretty regular basis. Is, is that right?
0: Well, since this, you know, everything has started to really come to be with COVID nineteen. Just to kind of honor what's going on, I was trying to do nineteen miles on a weekend, but not inside of my news station. That's that's pretty ambitious.
1: <laughs> so now, do you uh, as your running routes change because of everything going on? I mean, do you still get to run what, in your neighborhoods or in parks or, or on the trails or?
0: Yeah, I try to stay away from people as much as possible. Um, So I I usually do a loop around my neighborhood, which is about a mile. So I'll I'll engage it this way. Um, If I do go to the trail, it's a running trail that's still open. I just make sure that I go an off peak hours, I guess you could say. And uh, like everybody else, just trying to stay away from people as much as possible. But yeah, it's certainly something I have to think about before I just lace up my shoes and head out now.
1: Yeah. And one other thing I did see, I uh, think, uh, on a previous uh, social media post of yours, uh, you uh, it was a quote that said, you give life to what you give energy to. Explain yeah. that to folks that are listening to the podcast, what that means and, and how that uh, can be so powerful.
0: I just think that we all have a choice of what we do each and every day. We have a choice of the words that come out of our mouth. We have a choice of... goals that we set and how we want to attain those goals and we can achieve what we put energy to you know just as just as the quote says i think that sometimes we could spend our time these days in a slump and it's easy to do that but i think if we turn that energy and like many people are doing right now being creative and finding new and better ways to do things to stay positive (laughs) then i think that it will only bring light in life two greater things for yourself and for for everybody. So just focusing your energy every day on on positive things that you want to actually come to fruition.
1: Yes. And with that we hope that also uh um you know we can give energy to some races coming up uh this summer yes. and <laughs> fall and and uh as the marathons and five K's kind of open back up and <laughs> And the community and the economy kind of opens back up. We pray that uh, that will happen sooner rather than later. But but the, again, the goal and the, and the main focus is the health of everybody around us, not just for us, but the people that are high risk as well. So
0: yes, for sure,
1: absolutely. Well, thank you very much, Brittany, for joining us. I'll let you get back to work uh, doing stuff <laughs> for TV, and uh, we'll be praying for you guys in Birmingham. And as this uh, um, COVID nineteen affects us all over Alabama, Georgia, and, and nationwide.
0: Thank you so much. I'll be thinking about you guys too and praying for you too. And stay safe and
1: stay healthy. All right. Thanks, Brittany. And we thank you so much, Brittany, for joining us uh, by phone uh, as she was in the middle of her work day uh, for a TV station. And again, once again, April was marathon month number 17 for her. Very impressive. Um, the most I've uh, done marathon wise in, in one year has been uh, five. So we'll see uh, if I uh, want to accept the challenge that she's done maybe in, in the future. She recently said that you know we're all subjects of the news nowadays, everyone impacted, and among the struggle, we can still see and share stories of hope. She says, quote, keep balanced, but stay informed. So I definitely I agree with that. A lot of people were saying, turn off the news, don't watch it. Well, you do need to be informed about what's going on, where you live, and uh, what's happening in the changes and the the, uh, mandates by your governor or by your mayor. So keep informed, but uh, have a balance in your life. Continue to focus on your fitness, focus on your faith and your health overall, because that is the most important thing right now. Turning to our final segments of this podcast, episode number 21 of Run the Race, we uh, I want to start with the parting gift. Uh, it's a, a inspirational quote we usually use. This is from American novelist Louis Lamour, who you may be familiar with, and uh, we're talking about you know keeping your distance. And uh, his quote is, Indeed, I find that distance lends perspective, and I often write better of a place when I am some distance from it. One can be overwhelmed by the forest, has to miss seeing the trees. So we talked about how, you know, that distance that we're we're keeping from each other right now, six feet away, but also, you know, um, hundreds of miles away, not being able to see your family and and graduations being canceled, at least in person. And so uh, that distance gives us new perspective about what we really need to appreciate, those loved ones and those friends in our lives and even our coworkers. So making sure to, to keep up with them, even by phone, FaceTime, whatever you need to do. And turning now to our food for thought, which also deals with uh, keeping your distance. <laughs> On the fitness side of things, you know, we have these stay at home orders, but we still want to try to keep active, even though gyms are closed and there's no group training sessions or spin classes. Uh, so, uh, trainers and experts in the field, including professional athletes, gave USA Today some tips and ideas to keep you active, keep you fit, despite being stuck at home in the midst of this COVID-19 outbreak. And uh, one of the things is yoga. You know, yoga, great way to get some exercise while you're at home. There are plenty of classes you can follow online online. And uh, there's plenty of apps, too. We have the technology now on your smartphone to be able to stay active and stay fit. And there's, so there's a lot of apps to get you motivated and give you new exercises, feeling good. And, you know, it's, it's very important to to keep strong. So uh, another full-body home workout that they suggest is start with boxing. You know, you can do it for like 30, 40 minutes, burn a bunch of calories, and uh, have a lot of sweat. Uh, you want to get the most of your push-ups, make sure to look up to make sure you're doing the right kind of push-up, that you're doing using the right form so you don't hurt yourself uh, in the process of that. If you don't have gym equipment, no problem. You can still do strength training, uh, body weight workouts, and, and different exercises you can find online as well. You can do distance running in confined quarters. Uh, if you love running long distances, maybe you run around your neighborhood or like oh, I'm going to be running around our TV station uh, in, in just a few days as the COVID-19 miles of hope. Which will be about seventy or eighty laps. Uh, well, that should be interesting, to say the least. And uh, one last thing is a peaceful, picturesque way to social distance. If you like fishing, well, fly fishing way out in the in the woods in the back country. That's a that's definitely social distancing and a, a pursuit of uh, solitude for sure. And on the faith side of things, Christianity today. An article from them talks about how one of the most effective things we can do for our neighbors and world is to get down on our knees and reach out to God, the source of help for us. So as we close out this podcast, I'm going to list off, and I'm going to pray these 20 prayers they have for our neighbors and for anybody around us um, as we close out uh, Run the Race. Dear God, we pray right now for the church struggling with faith in the midst of global suffering, and uh, we, we believe in your willingness, God, to heal and your power to do so. We also pray for those who have turned to faith in Jesus for the very first time, for those who don't know Jesus but find their hearts stirred by spiritual curiosities during this pandemic. We pray for first responders and frontline healthcare workers. Strengthen them with energy they need. We pray for companies with the ability to manufacture the supplies we need. For transit workers, police officers, and other public servants working tirelessly, often without adequate protection. God, give them stamina and protection every day. We we pray God for nursing homes, rehab centers, other long term facilities, encourage those lonely residents and strengthen the staff and that there's not further spread of the infection. We pray for the incarcerated who are particularly vulnerable to the spread of this virus. We also pray for women and children in abusive situations and that God that you contain the spread uh, in our world, especially in mostly densely populated and poor cities, we pray for those subjected to COVID-related racism. God, confront this evil with swift justice. We pray for anybody anxious about the economic future. How are you going to pay for housing, food, and essential medicines? God, help them and, and connect them with sources of help, like through the church, government, and community. We pray for small churches without cash reserves, for educators and students forced to uh, learn and teach in this new environment. For those disappointed by the cancellation of milestone celebrations like graduations, weddings, or baby showers, God give them comfort. We also pray for expectant mothers, for women facing unexpected pregnancy in this time of economic crisis. Also for churches and Christian organizations doing online evangelism and discipleship. Also for those dying alone in hospitals and for their loved ones, God draw near to them. And lastly, we pray for help for our leaders to collaborate and communicate efficiently. Uh, in the midst of this crisis happening all around the world. Thank you, Jesus. And you may pray. Amen. Again, thank you for joining us for Run the Race podcast. Uh, let your friends know about it. Use hashtag Run the Race podcast and share it with others. And uh, make sure if you go on Apple Podcast, uh, we'd love for you if, you, if you enjoy this, give it a five-star rating and uh, write a quick review on there to help us keep this going. And uh, amidst this pandemic, we're going to continue to help you Be a better person uh, spiritually, physically, and mentally as we continue this journey together. Have a great and healthy day.